I started recording like two minutes ago. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Great. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Everyone. Should I get all my curses out now? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, this is it. Welcome to the podcast. Holy cow! Ooh, have we have we uh, landed on an official name for this campaign? Yeah, I. Yeah, it's just gonna become the Pillars of Space. Quality. Yeah. Pillars. Welcome Pillars. to the official s- session zero of the Pillars of Space. Campaign. campaign one of Deeper Darker Dangers, the podcast. The podcast. Very exciting. Alright, uh, hi all, uh, I'm Diego, uh, I will be this, this season's, this campaign one dungeon master, um, trauma hoarder, Ooh. all of the Ooh. above. Dungeon Papa. Dungeon Papa. This is a great name for a boss. <laughs> yep, BBEG confirmed. Dungeon the trauma Papa. collector. The trauma, <laughs> trauma collector. Oh my god. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> oh god. Yeah, of course. Like, person or character? Person, person, person. So, uh, I will be saying... Um, Say your name first, and then pronouns. My pronouns are he, him, and Diego's my name. Hi, I'm Dante. I use they, he pronouns. Uh. Yo, I'm, I go by both Tori and TK. If you use either of them, you are correct. And my pronouns are they and she. Hello, I'm Justin. He, him. I guess I'll go next. Um, my name. <laughs> I was waiting for Renee to go. I get it. I, was like, I know. I was. I kept staring at it. I was like, "E or her?" <laughs> terrible. My name's. Christina. I'm awful. I'm the worst. <laughs> You're good. My name's Christina, and I use she and they pronouns. My name's Renee. I use she/her pronouns. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, and welcome to the listeners. You know. I let me just preface this by saying that this is the first time um I think any of us have done a podcast. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mhm. All right. Yeah, so this can either go really bad really quick or really good. Really quick. <laughs> it is though Diego, it is not our first time creating content of any kind. That is true. Um, <laughs> a little, a little quick throwback for anyone who doesn't know. Me and Christina used to have a YouTube channel <laughs> in oh, like freshman, soph- sophomore, sophomore, junior year of college. Oh, you absolutely love to see it. Oh, there was. I one- need a link. 
had like four <laughs> subscribers. You, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Please, what was the con what was contained in these YouTube videos? Oh. It was my, it was technically my channel, so it was just a bunch of ramblings, and then like Diego did like my editing for me, and wow. then we had, like we had one episode or two. It was a three part video, um, <laughs> where we created characters for this LARP event that we wanted to go to in the UK. Um, never happened. We never went. <laughs> we never went. We really wanted to. It was this big dream that never happened. But um, yeah. We wow. like traumatized the first time I ever created a character that with Diego that we traumatized. <laughs> it seems like everyone has a rite of passage of creating a character with Diego that then uh, becomes traumatized. Oh, for sure. <laughs> What's with you guys? You and Dante. Why do y'all want me to cry so bad? Yeah. Oof. Uh, I Mixed for good stories. To operate fucking YouTube, so I will send that after we're done with this, because I can't find <laughs> it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, everyone's introduced themselves. Um, yeah, so welcome to Deeper Darker Dangers, Episode One, Campaign One, Session Zero. I said this like three times already. Um, the pillars of space. Uh, so the Pillars of Space is going to take place in a homebrew world of my creation, of my either drunken or high creation. <laughs> um, and so it takes place in, um, in a world that I still have not named yet, <laughs> but it takes place in the region within this world known as... Dianthus Peninsula. Uh, within Dianthus Peninsula, there's a couple of kingdoms, actually three ki three kingdoms slash nations. Um, you have the kingdom of Diantha, uh, which is at the northernmost part. You have the uh, the Seraldan Empire, kind of in the in the middle of the peninsula, and then on an island, part of a bigger nation, but this is just an island. Um, you have um, Telvania, which is the land of the Telvanians, which are essentially just star elves. Love that. Um, and this world has so many different types of denizens, um, different creatures from different dimensions that come here. Um, and it's just what I like to like to call it as like a big nexus of just magic, sometimes technology, and weird shit that a lot of people will never understand. And that is the wonderful region of Diana's Peninsula. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the world. And of course, I don't want to try to spoil as much as uh, because <laughs> these these players over here are hungry for for lore and i can't do that mm. i i have to i have to wait for dramatic and story mechanics because <laughs> mm -hmm. um i won't be playing nice at all so if you do accidentally <laughs> let anything slip i will keep note of it and i will <laughs> use it against you you know what <laughs> Oh, I feel that. I am the keeper of all of the details that Diego <laughs> accidentally lets slip. I always remember them, and I'm like, you said this thing, and then he'll be like, oh, shit, I forgot I said that. 
Now you've got two of us. Yeah, this is these are the wonders of playing with a DM who has ADHD. Um, so. Yay! It's the best. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much the world. Um. Uh, just before we go into, um, kind of like just the general information and like boundaries and my DM style. Um, and even like character introductions, um, I would like to bring up a few things, and that is that the first thing and foremost is that this campaign is very much homebrewed, and I tried to make this. It was it came from a place of course of like pure imagination, but of course like different influences from different sources of media, but also I tried not to. I tried to deviate a lot from, like, official D&D rules, and I, I will use them a lot, for sure, but there are some, like, certain things, like, for example, criticals, um, the current way of how they do it, kind of don't like it, but, so I'll introduce a new system to that, um, and there will probably be more homebrew mechanics that I will have, or will probably not discuss in this session, um, because I just completely forgot about them, to be honest. Um, but I will let you know when it becomes, like, um, important to, like, a specific, um, scenario or session. Um, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first one I want to talk about is, and I think I've talked with several people about this, um, is how I do healing potions. Um, and that is, um, with healing potions... Um, you can take them both as an action and bonus action. Um, with the if you take it as an action, you give the full max possible amount of healing um, that that healing potion can give. If you take it a bonus action, you have to roll to see how much. And I think that's just a like a better understanding with like okay, um, kind of gives flexibility. It was like okay, I can do this like risk and reward train. Um, type scenario with potions um, as doing it as a bonus action, you know. Um, or I can actually take a full action and heal myself with the full amount. So, yeah. Um, next thing, crits. Um, normally, I used to do them um, how they're normally rolled, where if you roll an at 20, um, that still applies. You have to roll an at 20 to get a crit. Um, but it would just double the amount of dice that you do, that you roll. But I, thanks to D&D Heart on TikTok, which, thank you if you ever listen to this podcast. I love you, and y'all should <laughs> listen or watch her TikToks, which are amazing. Um, she, um, she brought up a good, like, system where if you, you can, you roll your normal amount of dice when you get a crit, but then you add the max damage on top of that. So... And that was because if you, let's say, if you get uh, a crit with the normal rules, you, like, have a chance of rolling, like, two ones. Like, if, on, like, a 2D, on, like, a 1D10 that turns to a 2D10 because of a crit. So, I think that's just, it's better for, like, rewarding players when they get a crit. Or, or not 20, I should say. Um, yeah, uh, also, uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up is that there's going to be um, a shit ton of homebrew spells. Um, and they're probably going to be, for the most part, if not all, 
are from the D and D wiki. I think it's just D and dot wiki. Um, and they have like homebrew section for spells and other things. And we'll use some of those. Um, because they have really cool spells. And so that's a thing that's going to happen a lot in this campaign. So if you happen to hear a, uh, a spell that you don't recognize being said, that's because it's homebrewed. <laughs> um, aside from that, that's, as of right now, that's all I have with homebrew mechanics. Um, uh, boundaries. Um, that's always a fun topic to talk about. Um, so I want to preface this with I try to create a, an environment where everyone, um, everyone is welcomed and everyone can feel safe and and welcomed as well, you know. And so with that being said, one of my more like important questions I ask when I do session zeros and stuff like that um, are, you know, what are everyone's boundaries and like hard nos? Um, with that being said, there won't be, of course, any um, mentions of sexual assault, um, um, discrimination in in the sense of it's it's like hardcore discrimination you know um in all its facets um while there still will be you know themes that deal with mature like mature themes and stuff like that um i try to stay away from a lot of discriminatory and yeah so for sure no slurs that's a big no for me um yeah, I think that's it. I feel like I'm just rambling at that point. Uh, does anyone have any other specific boundaries that I would love to get in place right now? I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Right. Yeah, basically the same kind of thing. Um, anything other than that, I think as long as we like continue to have like an open and communicative space, if something comes up that somebody realizes they're not comfortable with that we didn't necessarily like figure out right here right now um then we can talk about that then i think that as long as we're all like receptive to each other i think we'll be fine of course and i would also like to say that when a potential maybe like suggestive of scene or session will occur um i will for sure be like okay hey this is a this is a session that will possibly contain this let me know if anyone has a problem and I can quickly edit it out and figure something out. Um, I wanted to add, I guess it's part of like discrimination, but mm -hmm. um, I really don't hang with uh, uh, like races all being treated as universally evil. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, tiefling, I know this isn't part of your world, but just as an example, like tieflings, all tieflings being evil 100% of the time, because a lot of monstrous races are very uh, ethnic coded. Oh, so course. I'm really yeah. resistant to that. Um, and I think that's really, other than what you already discussed, I think that's the only thing I would want to definitively put on the list. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. I ADHD. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank You're you. You're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> Please give me all the self the appreciation. <laughs> oh, you want words of affirmation? I got you. 
my my Leo rising is loving it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyone have anything else pertaining to boundaries? Good. Boop, 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 boop. Awesome. Oh yeah, just um, if pre-session, if we could just have anything that you are planning that's going to be like relatively he uh, heavy. I would just love a warning at the top of the session. Of course. Or at least ahead of time. Yes, of course. I plan to do that. Um, as of right now, I don't have anything planned. Um, everything's pretty tamed, you know? Mm hmm So. But yes, I will definitely do that. Um, Thanks, friend. Of course. Um, yeah. Um, I guess... This is now pertaining to, like, my DM style, you know, speaking on that I want to create stories that people can be seen, um, you know, you know, at, they can see themselves in these stories, and that's one of my big goals um, with story creation and storytelling. Um, so, and again, that pertains to my DM style in the sense that... Um, this campaign is going to be heavily um, player choice, uh, character choice um, oriented. Whether, like, my my whole purpose as a DM is, hey, I'm here to just kind of enjoy the ride and see where these characters, and then just set up, um, like, obstacles for these characters to make choices and stuff like that. Um, and that's my sole purpose is right or i view it as like that's my sole purpose for dming and so because of that this campaign will definitely be um very story player run instead of like a dm running like oh this is what's happening you know um so definitely and this is me speaking to the players now um definitely make all the choices that you think your character would make um given the circumstances that are happening in this world um and i will always value those choices um yeah any questions about anything that we've discussed so far not for me i think you've discussed it pretty well all right or explained it i should say not well <laughs> yeah. you know what i meant anyone else Cool, cool. All right. All right, friends. Oh, wait, sorry. I oh. was on mute. I didn't realize. Oh, I do have a question for fine. you. Go for it. Um, do you have any, like, boundaries or things that we as players you would like for us to avoid? Just, like, even any small things that would just not make the game fun for you? Uh, thank you for asking that. Um... <sighs> right now, like, aside from just the the ones that have discussed and stuff like that um not right now but if i do come up with something i will sh for sure let people know everyone know cool thank you thank you for asking that question though mm -hmm. all right everyone's what everyone's been waiting for <laughs> character <laughs> introductions so thank you don't worry, you guys don't have to sit mm -hmm. in awkward silence to figure out who's going first, because I rolled everyone's. <laughs> oh boy. Roll for initiative. Oh um, no. And Dante, hmm. you're going first. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> sick. Love that for me. Okay. <laughs> hey, Diego, Dante wants to know if this is a good Christian podcast or if you can say fuck. <laughs> no, you can definitely say fuck. I will say fuck yes. all the time. Sorry, I just saw your message. Um, yeah, definitely you can say fuck all the time. Uh, all that? right. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Listeners, <laughs> we say fuck around here. We sure um, do. This is not a Christian Minecraft server. Also, thank you, too, um, for letting me know that I'm cutting out. Oh, what, yeah, so um, we're cutting in and out. Thank you. Yeah, there was a little bit there. I think I fixed it. It was a little lagging, but I think we're good. Um, When it comes to character intros, is, are there any specific points you would like us to hit? That's a good question. I was going to ask you something. I guess, okay, like... First and foremost, like name, you know, class, race, pronouns. Um, mm. I only ask that whatever you're gonna put out is something like whatever information you want to put out about your character's background is. Mm -hmm. God, fuck ADHD, honestly. <laughs> Something that they'd be willing to share exactly, with strangers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, and, yeah, something that oh. you want everyone to know before we get into the plot. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, free knowledge for the listeners. Free knowledge. Um, no knowledge is free. And, and for the players as well, because I'm <laughs> no, pretty sure there's secrets. some specific um, information that only certain players know. Or, you know. So not All right. Like, yeah, so... Completely. Cool. It's so I'll give y'all the. I have a I have a quick thing. Yeah. What's up? So you know how uh, we came up with my character's name together? Yes. I didn't write it down. I have. Don't worry, <laughs> I wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll type this. You guys, you guys will see why I don't remember it. You'll see. Uh, <laughs> did you Did you send it in the in I the document right you sent now. me? Okay. Is it okay if I send it in the group chat? Yeah, that's fine. Cool, cool. I'm about to tell it to you guys anyway, so. I'll say, is it public knowledge? Come on. <laughs> there. Oh, yeah, I can see. Okay. <laughs> ah, yes. All right, Dante. Stop looking at the oh. Go for it. <laughs> the stage is yours. All right. Um. So I am playing a Lightfoot Halfling Ranger, um, named uh, Despo Sarad, also known as Deus, because who wants to say Despo? Um. He he uses he him pronouns. Uh, special. Um, uh, his specialty is a little homebrew that Diego came up with of a Guardian of the Woods. Um question <laughs> would <laughs> would uh would the crimson coast bit would that be like public knowledge or would that be something i, yeah, I don't know uh, how much to tell oh yeah go for it so um i guess i should preface with this so the crimson coast is a province within the seraldan empire um and currently it's going through a very big because that this will be public knowledge so it's fine um they're going through a really big like corrupted mushroom invasion it's essentially when i made this world um or this specific province in my mind they literally thought like full-on zombie apocalypse here oh. yeah so 
be prepared for that. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> so with that information, uh, <laughs> Deus originally came from the Crimson Coast, um, from the Forest of Coal, uh, before the takeover occurred and he was forced out. Um, currently, when we open the campaign, he is now a refugee in Astralonia, um, who is training under the current Guardian of the Woods at the Forest of the Lost, um, which is not too far from Astralonia, um, under the Guardian of the Woods there named Ronin. Um, and the most important fact about Deus, he has a giant salamander companion, um, na named Valish. Um, who is the best little dude ever, and everybody will love him, or you get an arrow to the head. Um, <laughs> this your only option is to love him. Um, but yeah, that's Deus. Um, you'll obviously find out more as we go, but that's his basic, you know, his basic little tidbit. Yeah. I have a uh, quick question for you, Dante, hmm. because hmm. you said giant salamander and then followed that up with little dude. So is he big oh. or is he little? <laughs> Um, so he is technically classified as a large beast. So, and I'm also a halfling. So I say little dude in my regard, but in, especially in Deus's regard, large dude. Um, <laughs> and if we'd like to be specific, he is actually a specific type of salamander that is local to the forest of coal, also known as the Colossus salamander. Um, but yeah. Uh, nice. Also, I did want to add something, because as um, the audience doesn't know where all of these places are. Ooh. Yeah, so I will also intervene and be like, by the way, this is where this is. And <laughs> we'll have, like, maps of the regions and stuff like that posted on our social medias, which are, right now I only have Twitter open. I've been bad. I need to get Instagram and potentially TikTok. But, um... Um, right now you can follow us on Twitter at, I wrote it down, I'm an idiot, Darker at Darker Dangers, um, because they wouldn't oh. let us do Deeper Darker Dangers for some reason. Too um, long, maybe? Yeah, it was yeah too, too many characters. Yeah. Uh, but, speaking of that, so, Astralonia is the biggest city in the province of the Narrow Valley in the Seraldon Empire, and it's about, um... It's in between another province called the Valley of the River. Um, and so, yeah, so um, Deus traveled a shit ton to get to, um, as a refugee, to get to Astralonia, which Astralonia is also a city known as a beacon city, um, where lots of immigrants and refugees um, fleeing from war um, will go to because of the policies of... Um, of helping anyone who comes in. Um, and we'll get more into that as the campaign goes, because that Astralonia becomes a very pertaining, or a very important part of the whole campaign and the lore of the world. Mm. All right. Um, anything else you want to include, Dante, about this? Um, I think for initial information, that should be good. All right. Um... Okay. Um Justin <laughs> You're <No>. next. <laughs> okay. 
my character is Glass Arden, goes by he, him pronouns, and is a bard from the College of Chroma, which is a homebrew subclass in this campaign. Basically, it's about creating visual illusions with your bardic performances. Um, he was born in the Tavarian Plains in the kingdom kingdom of Diantha. Um, he was born to a relatively poor farming family, but ever since he was young, he was just a prodigy at math, science, and especially the arts, like instruments and performance. Um, his parents collected their funds to pay for tutors that taught him a lot about uh, instruments, the languages in the area, and especially about how to use his performance in magic. Once he was grown, he moved countries to the Sorolden Empire. Was that right? Yeah, the Sorolden Empire. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um and studied under uh Sharon Crontone, a half orc bard in the city of Astrolonia. After she passed away, he tried to make it big as a big bard, big famous bard, but kind of fell on his face and became a children's performer for ten years, <laughs> trying to, you know, just make a living. Uh, but he was saving up money to go on an adventure and kind of refine himself, refine uh, his inspiration for his art. But he did lose all of his money on his last day because he was doing his uh, crazy, colorful performance, and he didn't know one of the kids in the crowd had epilepsy. I doubt that their parents even knew. And that was a lawsuit. And... <laughs> So now he has like absolutely nothing, but he's still he's still leaving because I mean he has nothing, so he might as well go on the adventure anyway. Awesome, hell yeah! I fucking love. I want to say that I fucking love everyone's characters that have come out, and I think this is gonna be a fucking great <laughs> campaign and also an amazing challenge for me to just like, how are these you know completely different characters gonna be able to, you know, coexist in a party together. Uh, yes, Dante? Dungeon Papa, I have one more thing to add because just made me realize how much of a fool I was. I didn't even tell you what what Deus does for a living. <laughs> I kind of skipped over that casually. Go for it, Dungeon Papa. Oh, um, oh my god, I don't know why I said Dungeon Papa. <laughs> Dante was my old... Uh, <laughs> I was at one point I was your old DM. Um okay, very quickly, sorry. Um Deus going back, uh basically just studies animals in the woods. He's all about making sure the ecology of the forests are balanced. Um does whatever is necessary to make sure that the forest ecosystem continues on as it should. Um and so I moved from one forest to the other. That's why I did that. There we go. Sorry. By the way, Dante. Oh, Astrolonia buds. Astrolonia buds. Hell yeah. <laughs> Astrolonia for life. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, anything else you want to add, uh, Justin, about Glass's character or 
um, <laughs> yeah, my character hates kids. <laughs> Doesn't, you know, just part of the job. Doesn't like want them to die or get hurt, but you know, doesn't like associating with yeah. them. Understandable. Yeah, it's 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 like a necessary evil, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Fucking love it. TK. Oh no, is it me? It is you. <sighs> Hello, everyone. Um, nice to talk to you again. I will be playing, um, the tiefling paladin sorcerer Diori Blacksmith. Um, Diori uses both she, her, and he, him pronouns, um, because we're gay. We serve gay here, sir. Um, so Diori is currently, um, Diori was a TK, I'm gonna stop you a bit. You're cutting out a bit. No, so sad. I can hear her, just not well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I could tell she was speaking, but it sounded like it was like through. La, 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 la. TK. Hello. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey. Welcome back. Great. Of course, I would have absolutely no issues until it's my time to talk. That's so annoying. <laughs> That's technology for you. Should I start from the beginning? When did I start breaking uh, yeah, up? Yeah, please. Yeah. Hi. Oh, TK, before you start, I do have a question. And <laughs> yeah. same for um, you, Dante. I know you guys um, said your pronouns in the beginning. I was just, because since you had both he, they, and he, they respectively, like, which is your preferred? Or if it you don't have a preference either way. I just want to make sure that I am doing you guys right. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do prefer they, yeah. but either works, okay. generally. Uh, yeah, thank you for asking, and I will pose the same question for you, but I would say I do prefer they as well, but either works. Okay, for me, I don't really have a preference. Um, I haven't really uh, given myself or the people I interact with the chance to really like use either, so I'm excited for that. Um, yes. So, yeah, I'm kind of just feeling it out right now. As of right now, I don't have a preference, but got you, friend. If that ever changes, let us know. Mm-hmm. Let us know. That involves oh, thanks, anyone in here, of course. So, thank you all. All right. Um, the stage is yours, TK. Yes. Hi. Hello. Nice to speak to you all again, which is the joke I made the first time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I will be playing Diori Blacksmith. Um, who is a um, paladin sorcerer of Diantha. Um, Diantha's blessing sorcerer, sorry. Excuse me, I would love to get Diego's homebrewed uh, subclass correct because it's incredible. Um, I am from the... Oh, sorry, Diori also uses both she, her, and he, him pronouns, so I will be using them interchangeably. It doesn't matter which you use. She will respond to both. Um, she is from the Nero Valley, born and raised. Um, she comes from the colony of uh, Piety there, um, lived there and suffered a great tragedy during the raid of Piety uh, about 10 years ago. Um, she left the area to kind of explore the peninsula um, and get a bit more experience with her 
cool new sorcerer powers that she did not have before. Um, and also, you know, avoiding thinking about every bad thing as we all are want to do. She has made her way finally back to the Narrow Valley and is currently in Astrolonia um, visiting uh, one of her great friends who lives there as well as exploring the forest and learning everything uh, he can about new animals with her great friend, Deus. And no, she is absolutely not avoiding thinking about her past or anything that has ever happened to him. Why would you suggest something like that? <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> Trauma besties. Yes. Ow. <laughs> Uh, anything uh, else? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's really it. Um, anything else, I think we'll probably learn a bit more uh, in the story. But also, she is a um, huge bit of a slut and really loves people. Oh, fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Christina. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, uh, so... I totally forgot. Um, um, I don't know if TK said this. Um, if he did, I'm completely sorry. I might have zoned out for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. but the paladin uh subclass that they are doing is another homebrewed uh subclass that I made called Oath of the People. Um. <gasps> I didn't say that because I suck. Yes, no, I am. You don't suck. Multi- <laughs> I am currently multi-classing, and both classes that I am playing are homebrew classes by our incredible DM Diego. Um, they're really sick, and I'm really excited to um, see how they work together. I think it's going to be fucking awesome, and I'm so excited to ruin your life. Ah. <laughs> uh. Don't be mad when I kill all your monsters. <laughs> no, knowing knowing my luck, you guys won't. You'll find a way to not even fight. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> honestly, I cannot. I cannot tell you how many times we like talked ourselves out of fights in the last campaign <laughs> that we did. I don't know if Diego told you this, but from the one shot that that guy Nertufa that you guys met in Deeper mm. Darker Dangers, he was actually like supposed to be like a big battle in the previous. Um, in the previous campaign, and our uh, born play, our uh, demon, um, demon, our yeah, our archdemon rogue rolled like a nat twenty persuasion no and got way. out of the fight. No yeah. way. You she, love to she see can, it. She convinced him to leave us alone and go and like find whoever it was that like captured him, and it was a whole thing. It was pretty awesome. Super sexy. TK, yeah, you can't just do that. <clears throat> You're not in the middle of the pod. Come on. I mean, what do you want? You wanted me to keep it to myself? Of course not. <laughs> Thank you. I, we've added some really cool sounds during the break and some other instruments in, um, and it was sick before, and I think it's even more sick. Oh now. my god! This we're talking about the theme song for this podcast, yes. which uh, thank you to Jay for making it. Um, yes, my partner Jay. Um, I will talk to them later and see if they want me to link anything for them. Um, but yes, my partner Jay is really incredible, talented artist, and is currently working with us to create 
some beautiful music to open up the podcast i'm so fucking excited for that um and you all will listen to it because it'll be like one of the first things that the this episode will have so yeah awesome thank you (laughs) uh sorry christina you are good that is totally fine Okay, so um, my character's name is Volpecula Kalir, and uh, most people just call her Captain Cow. Um, she is a Telvanian elf um, from Cares Island. The Telvanian elves are one of Diego's homebrew races that he created for this world. Um, so, yeah, so basically she uses she, they pronouns. Um, she was a sailor and it's kind of like this crazy, I'm not going to go into too much detail. I'm just going to kind of tell you guys what story has been passed around the land because it is kind of legendary. Um, she was the captain of her own ship. Um, as you guys probably know, reading the, um, background and things that Diego has sent us, Cares Island is big on uh, trade and, um, like, uh, maritime voyaging, things like that. Um, So she was the captain of maritime commerce. She was the captain of her own vessel, um, and the ship was attacked by a kraken, um, and the entire crew died, and she somehow survived. Um, she herself is unsure how she was able to make it out of this tragedy. Um, but she did. Um, and now she, it, it, that experience inspired her to kind of, um, do some searching into her origins, basically. Um, and yeah, so she is a warlock. Um, she was approached by a patron who is actually unknown to her as they did not give her a name, but she was so desperate for answers that she accepted this pact, not even knowing who the patron was. Um, they kind of, as far as I know, misrepresented themselves. So... We're going to see where Diego decides to go with that. (laughs) But um, I, myself, as the player, don't even know which patron this is. So this will be fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, Did I miss anything? Did I cover everything I should cover? I think I did. Uh, I mean, it's completely up to your discretion. Um, I may have missed it, but what uh, what were Captain Cal's pronouns? Uh, She, they. Yeah, so she's um, just kind of traveling around now, kind of doing the bidding of her patron, um, exploring the area, things like that. Um, Most people kind of just refer to her like not really, like they'll use pronouns, but I imagine in my head most of the time in interactions and things like that, people will refer to her as like the captain or like Captain Cal, like like when referencing her, you know what I mean? Um. So yeah, that's that's Captain Cal. I love Captain Cal. I'm a diver, Captain Cal. <laughs> I'm so excited! I'm so uh, excited. 
You know it would have been really cool if you would ask <clears throat> me for like, can I have like a parrot as like a pet? <laughs> I was thinking about it honestly. I was like, that would be so fun. But then, I, but then we were talking about um, potentially like her getting another companion um, that kind of like aligns with her name. I don't know if you guys know, but Volpecula is actually the name of a constellation, um, and it's the little fox. So, I was thinking about maybe something going with that. So, I mean, I know, but. <laughs> 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 yes gosh we get it you know all the lore ah. <laughs> uh anything else you want to add um i don't think so that's pretty much it i feel like she is uh pretty she's a pretty private person mm -hmm. um so who knows she might connect with you guys really quickly and like open up but um yeah basically like she made a pact because she was down and out and needed answers, and the patron said that they would provide them. So that's where we're at. Awesome. I, I've got one quick question because I heard everything you said except what class Captain Cal is. Warlock. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. My dear Renee. The last one. I want you to know I rolled for this. Um, I didn't. I didn't make you last. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. I was gonna probably go last anyway, but <laughs> I can practice it in my head all day long. I still don't know what the fuck to say, but anyway, oh, I'm the worst. I'm I'm terrible. Anyway, so I will be playing. Etri, she goes by she, her pronouns. She is a half-orc blood hunter. Uh, Order of the Profane Soul is her jazz. Um, she was originally from Astrolonia, and uh, she left for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm truly awful, but it's fine. Um, has been in recent years been in over in Tenia, which is on the other side of the valley. Um, waiting for some stuff. This is the worst lore drop I'm giving. I'm so no, sorry. please. I love this. <laughs> Awful. This is the worst. Uh, yeah. So she is, has been in Tenia as a until uh, recently. Things are going down <laughs> things are happening <laughs> so she has uh left her home in tenia in search of things and that's why she's adventuring around if you're talking diego i can't hear you oh i'm, I'm not sorry I oh, okay i thought i saw your mouth i saw i thought i saw your mouth move and i was like what <laughs> no sorry i accidentally hit google chrome and now he was it's talking oh. to his own brain <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay okay so yeah yeah, I also just want to say the the hilarious thing that is watching everyone as they introduce their characters, and then they all look at me as if, because I know how traumatic all <laughs> their characters are. You're the only one that knows. <laughs> and it's like, I know you know, and I know I'm being very vague about what's happening to my characters. <laughs> so, I can't lore drop it at session zero, that's... That's true. <laughs>
but I fucking love enough it. breadcrumbs to keep people interested. <laughs> <laughs> there's some stuff going on, and there's some things, and may or may not tie into the one shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah. tied it. I made it work. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Made I really appreciate it. Work. Um. Yeah. How did you spell your character's name, Renee? Uh, E T R I. Um. Anything else you want to add to that, Renee? Um. I don't think so. All right. Awesome. Um. Yeah. And then there's me. Hi, I'm the dun- dungeon master. Um, dungeon Papa, if you will. Dungeon, dungeon Papa. Papa. Um, I will be playing so many NPCs. And <laughs> all the NPCs. Enemy, all the NPCs. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a couple of questions for everyone as, like, the party. And, yeah. Because... Um, I haven't done a full-fledged session zero um, in a while, and I was like, how do I do a session zero? So I googled it, and now I have questions. <laughs> hear the rustling of paper. <laughs> um, so, I guess the first thing is I, I want to know if there's, like, any, like, themes or, like, directions you want um, to see, like, the party as a whole to go through, you know? Like, is there any, like, specific, like, um, um, problems that you want the party to experience? Or, um, whether it be interpersonal, um, whether it be within themselves, um, or an environmental factor, you know? I already told you, I just want you to traumatize my character, like, to the ends of the earth. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm traumatized. We, we talked about the need for me to work through some religious trauma. Like, Ooh. we're ready for that. For it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess um, anything, like, specifically as, like, as a whole, like, as a party as a whole, instead of, like, your characters, you know. I know that it's kind of a, a really hard question to answer because yeah. none of you have had, like, the party experience because this is Session Zero. Um, but... I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so, I, I know what you're... I mean, I get it. I get what you're trying yeah, to yeah, ask. Yeah. Yes, it is a difficult question to answer before we've actually, like, met everyone and seen how everyone um, interacts with each other. But I guess I will say I really want... Um, I really want the party to have like the time to like become friends and like really get to know each other um, friends I know it's so gross you want us to get along I know <laughs> listen hear me out hear me out okay friendship is magic, um, uh, friendship is oh magic and friendship is power and I would like for us to have both magic and power so <laughs> if we could be friends that would be great um, but also I really 
I don't want us necessarily to be like grand heroes of the peninsula, but it would be cool to get That's into some like shop, by the way. <laughs> grand heroes of the peninsula. Let's write it down. The grand heroes of the... um but I you know, I, it would be cool if we had some like big like overarching thing that connects us to like the health and well being of the world or something, you know big epic adventure i know that's what people expect from D, but also you know we can have campaigns that are very contained so i think it would be really fun to have one where we're like actually impacting the world as a whole like even if we don't know it that would be pretty sick that was kind of like my thing always with like stuff like this is like okay so yeah my character's doing all of this stuff but like what's in it for them you know what i mean like what mm. is motivating them to actually help out in this world instead mm -hmm. of just being another bystander mm -hmm. you know what I mean and that's something that I really want to develop in this campaign because I feel like we never really gave ourselves the opportunities before like they were just kind of thrown into things you know what I mean so um that's something that I'm excited for for sure hell fucking yeah mm -hmm. um yeah um I think because this is such a large world to play with, a large region to play with, you know, there's multiple, uh, like, provinces. Like, yes, there's three nations within this region, but there's so many areas. And then within those areas, there's even more. Um, like, I made a one-shot that is literally just a small portion of a small... of, of, of one of the smaller provinces. Um, so... It's it's really fun, and let me take that back. Hold up, it's 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 a for sure. You know, because it's such a massive area, um, for sure, um, the decisions and the things that your characters will do will for sure impact the world. Um, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. You know. Um. Always for bad. <laughs> <laughs> Only for bad. <laughs> Only. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you? I guess I'll just skip this question then. Um. <laughs> do you guys want just anything in particular, just like out of your own personal? <laughs> um selfish things would you i want, want a really sick weapon <laughs> just anything really anything sick, you want anything sick fucking weapon <laughs> papa give it to me i want it i give you a shield <laughs> <laughs> no. what more do you want from me god <laughs> take your shield and I, go i let you have the shield of of a really important person to you what more could you ask for <laughs> a fancy sword dad <laughs> Maybe, maybe. If you ask nicely. <laughs> oh, oh, so Diego's actually I... really good about like bestowing <laughs> like <laughs> magic <laughs> items and stuff throughout campaigns. Yeah, oh, it's wait. like awesome. I'm excited. Um it's it's very much like um like will this character drop this really cool thing that they just used or not? And then you just have to Ooh. hope for the best. <laughs> if they're dead, they dropped it. <laughs> If they're dead, it's loot, baby. That is true. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I will say that 
the last campaign, I, I did have a dice system where I would roll, depending you on the number. rolled for it, yeah. It was like, oh yeah, they dropped it. Cute. So that's fun. Um, oh, that's my investigation have... of the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need one person in the party who will uh, pickpocket a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get money. Um, one purely selfish thing that I do think would be fun and funny would be like if anywhere we go in the peninsula, every time we talk to somebody, like I have to roll a d20 to see if Diori knows them or if they know uh, her. <laughs> because we talked a lot about how she is super friendly and went everywhere just to meet and talk to as many people as possible. And I just think that would be hilarious if every time they walked in somewhere, somebody was like, hey! <laughs> I would love to do that. Um, I was actually thinking something similar to Diego like I don't know how we want to go about this because I know that we chose like the sailor background for my character but because of everything that happened with like her ship and we said that she's pretty like known now like I know that there are some folk hero attributes of a background mm -hmm. that might like like apply to her as well and I wanted to like talk to you about and talk to you about that and see like what kind of thing like how would that impact your interactions with npcs and other people yeah yeah of course so my next question is like does does she have like any like uh physical features or something that would be like oh shit that's the legendary survivor from the you know the cracking attack um nothing that i had like previously thought about but i could come up with something yeah. if that were something that we wanted to explore definitely i mean it's completely up to you you know i'm just here mm -hmm. to facilitate your guys's character um yeah no i would totally be down um yeah um also to kate remind me after this uh to talk about that as well because i okay. would be completely down to do that oh yes awesome okay um anyone else have any selfish wants for this campaign Listen. Come on, you guys. If you ask for it, you might get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, to think. I'm to think. like, I get that you it's all like want a, drama. A I'm giving you the drama. Don't worry. <laughs> that comes for free. Big mirror. You want a big mirror? Big mirror. I don't know if that's <laughs> item, big mirror. You can already get. Maybe like polished steel or something <laughs> reflective. Yes, I I will make it happen. <laughs> Nice. You see, what you guys have been asking is material objects. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I loved it. Um... Glasses of material, girl. <laughs> like to become <laughs> all your spell components. <laughs> oh, I would also like to say that we will not be using spell components here, so don't Thank worry god. about that. <sighs> Um, no components, no encumbrance. That's how we roll. I will also say, with encumbrance, just like with common sense, like I'm not gonna <laughs> let you carry like a whole fucking house. Carry a Listen, no, no take backs, Papa. You said you no. You know how powerful I am. <laughs> that is true. Roll high enough, and maybe I'll let you. <laughs> you don't know my strength, actually. Do you, but... I do. <laughs> I have it written down right here. <laughs> I no, I don't actually. I lied. I thought I had it. <laughs> you gave no, me I the don't. sticky note that you wrote it all down on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. 
Um. Yeah. Last call. Um. Ooh. I have an idea, and it gives you some creative freedom as well. Ooh. Um. Uh, a family heirloom of some kind. I was thinking an amulet, and that could also double as like the identifier of like to people like who she is. Okay. Um, that has some type of magical effect that is only activated under very specific circumstances, and she has no idea that it will do this. So whatever these circumstances are, whenever they happen, you get to decide the magic effect like turns on. Am I am I gonna make and a she's like, oh shit. Wild magic amulet right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, kill us. Kill your own party. <laughs> You've given Diego too much power. <laughs> I've already given him way too much power, power by letting him decide my patron and me not even knowing who it is. So yeah, that's the no, that's, that's some standard shit. Yeah. I, I'm literally like, oh, like how I have it in my mind is like, oh, by the way, when you get to this level, I'm gonna send you these things that now you can use. <laughs> yeah, that's what he told me. He was like, I'll just send you the things that you can choose from each time you level up, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Sounds like a Figure it out in game. In game. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like me and every time my character levels up, you're just gonna see me sitting here like this for like ever, just like trying to figure out like hard thinking face. Like, okay, what could this be? Uh, yeah, and it's hilarious because I also like removed all the titles of the effects and features from the subclass. So like Christina wouldn't go and like research like what is this? <laughs> I have I have literally one thing right now that's from this unknown patron and it's wait, literally wait, wait, written wait, wait, down wait, in my little notebook. Say, before you say, um, if if anyone knows this, please don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it literally just says unknown patron feet telepathy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like, what is it again? It's like telepathy with like animals or no, with no. any creature that speaks any language. I will tell you what right. the At least one language or something. Sure, and it's powerful. like, right here. Hmm. that is so powerful if that's the case. Is your patron just to you. like a god, like the ultimate god, apparently? <laughs> you can just do anything. They, so they presented themselves to um, Volpecula as um, a celestial deity or like a cosmic deity. Um, but they didn't give a name. They didn't say which one. They just presented themselves as a cosmic deity who is like good aligned. Here's what it says. <laughs> Sorry, I typed it in chat. Sorry, but so Arceus is what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's it, hundred percent. Literally, um... this is actually the Pokemon universe that Diego's creating for us. <laughs> oh my god, how'd you know? This is Gen 9, actually. <laughs> um, this is what I have written it just says unknown patron features. Level 1, you can telepathically speak to any creature you see within 30 feet of you. You don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand your telepathic utterances, but the creature must be able to understand at least one language. Wow. 
That's some. That's nice. That's yeah, that's it. Wait. Okay. So, question: Can I hear them respond telepathically, or do I? They just hear me. What does it say again? Can you read it again? Well, I if think, they can be selfish, I, I, I think they should be able to talk back and forth. I think you can you can talk back and forth, but you have to um, like establish the link. Okay. Like you can't just be like, "Oh, someone's come in range." Right. Yeah. You have to like. You have to be able to like it, yeah with intention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't just read minds. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be so OP. Like what? it really would. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Any other questions about anything? Are we allowed to know how our characters are meeting this session, oh, or yeah. are we waiting for next session? Oh, no, you'll find other next things. Session. That will be. Uh, I'm not uh, doing that now. Ah. Uh, okay. I will say, so I guess we're not. You will all start separately. Wouldn't it be funny if we had to wait and then he was just like, "So you're all in a tavern." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate half that. the party's in one table. The other half the party's in the other table. <laughs> How are you guys ever going to interact? I've seen so many like alternate D and D starts on TikTok recently, where it's like instead of having your party meet in a tavern, do this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these are all so cool. I send them to Diego every time oh, I see them. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll this will like, inspire him a little 20 bit. Twenty messages within the hour, and I'm like, <laughs> Christina. <laughs> Again. <laughs> i'll see i'll see like a tiktok creator come up on my for you page that like i follow but like i haven't seen videos of in a while and i'll like click on the video and then i'll end up like going to their page and catching up on everything since the last video i saw so then i end up just like sending diego a bunch of dnd tiktoks within like 10 minutes of each other just like back to back Literally. and he's like oh. um any other questions what I just, I want information. What can you give us before we start? I want to know everything. Wait, wait. I, I want to know if anyone has any other questions about. And then I'll. There's a sneak peek. Just wait. Sneak peek. Fine. Sneak. I'll withhold my question till the end. <laughs> anyone else have any questions? Like about anything within the campaign? Oh, uh. Is there anything you really want us to do? Or you what really are your goals for the party? Yeah. Oh, I can't mm. say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> His goal is to kill all of us. Honestly, total party kill. His goal is for all of us yes. to kill each other. Yep. Actually, first session, yes. you guys are immediately going to fight the BBEG. <laughs> there was something you fucked me up enough, Diego. I will voluntarily make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> there was something... There was something I said to Diego when we went over my character stuff. I don't know what it I don't know what it was. I said something to him and then I went to the bathroom while he was like thinking. And then as I was in the bathroom, I just hear from the other room, Christina, you just gave me the best idea in the room. You figured out the whole campaign. I was like, I don't even know what I did, but you're welcome, I guess. Yeah. And I was like thinking back over creation. everything I said and I was like, what? So I'm clueless. Theories but... on who the BBEG is. The Kraken. The Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken. 
Oh my god, the Kraken is the mysterious patron. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I want our the monster that you come up with. Pardon? What did you a homebrewed. I want our BBG to be monster. a monster you come up with. A homebrewed monster. Oh, it's going to be. That's gonna be a whole day of me trying to figure out names for <laughs> abilities and actions. Like, what do I call this? Uh, um, absolutely the worst that I can't help you because I am playing in the campaign. Trash. Um, unfortunately. Kick ass bean. <laughs> Kick ass bean. <laughs> oh my god, what are those? That's amazing. Oh my god. They're dinosaurs, and then there's little cactuses too. Oh my god. That's wonderful. I had this one, and Dante was like, OMG, that pen topper, and I was like, it's all pens! It's all pens! <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm like a little gremlin when it comes to, like, cute things like that. I'm just like, <laughs> Guys, we're doing good. This is an hour and ten minutes is only, and I'm happy with that, but... Any other questions, by the way? <laughs> I don't think so. Ask Nothing for questions me. before I give make you guys go panic as I drop the sneak peek. I'm nervous. Um, no more questions. Nope. Nope. All right. So, the sneak peek that all of you have been waiting for. Cue intense music. A drum roll, please. (laughs) That was a weird drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So. Is it safe to say that everyone is essentially starting out in Astralonia? <laughs> At or near? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the vicinity yeah, of Astralonia. Yeah. I was like, I told you, I, I was like, she can be anywhere, whatever works for however you want them all to get together. Because she's just kind of like traveling around, mm-hmm. letting her patrons tell her what to do. So I think Diego, we all kind of independently ended up there. If you're about yeah. to destroy Astralonia, I'm done. I quit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I kept asking him where where we had to start, and he just kept saying anywhere in the valley, and I'm like, that's so broad. Please. <laughs> um, so each one of you is doing, you know, whatever your characters are doing, um, going on through their days. Uh, some characters have a specific mission they have to they they're set to accomplish. Um, others are just living their life, um, trying to you know, make their mark in this chaotic, insane world. Everyone at the same time feels a deep rumbling and shaking coming from the earth. I was literally about to say earthquake. I was as, literally here. <laughs> as the the many of mysterious seismic activities that have been plaguing uh, the Narrow Valley the pa- for the past week one has finally struck Astralonia. And you see in the middle, and Astralonia is a very big city. It's got skyscrapers, but not modern skyscrapers, big towers and stuff like that. And right in the middle, there's one big tower made out of silver um, adorned with the um, with a big glittering silver statue of a star node. And every single one of you look up to this star node statue, 
as you see it falling. And that is the end of session zero. <laughs> uh, session one comes out on March 11th on at Friday 7 p.m. This is gonna co go out on this Friday on the fourth um, at 7 p.m. Hopefully. Um, and again, follow us at in social medias. Right now we have Twitter at Darker Dangers. And yeah, um, until next time. Until next time. I'm trying to come up with a phrase. Uh, I'll eventually come up with it. Alright, see y'all. Bye. Bye.